This is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard from Cloud Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard. Well, hello and welcome to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. My name's Aaron Howard with Cloud Investments. And if at any point during the show you want to learn more information about what we talk about, feel free to give me a call at 256-715-0094 or you can visit us online at cloudfinancial.com. And while you're at that website, feel free to go ahead and click on the link and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify so that you can always keep up to date with the latest episodes. And today we're talking about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. Um, I'm sure you've probably heard of the seven deadly sins. They're in religion, music, movies all the time, but I bet you never thought of them in terms of retirement planning, but that's exactly... (laughs) Probably not. That's exactly what we're going to do today. And um, Bruce Frazier and Reader's Digest did a little um, segment in their uh, smartly tiled article called The Seven Deadly Sins of Retirement Planning. So today we're going to talk through each one of those and see if you have fallen into these temptations. And uh, by the way, want to introduce my radio co-host today, Mr. Tony Shore, the man, the legend. How are you, sir? (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm doing great, Aaron. Thanks for having me on the show. Great to be here with you. And sounds like you've lined up quite the topic, seven deadly sins of retirement planning. Uh, I'm interested to see where you're taking this analogy. Uh, but first, yes, I have had a great week and just been really busy. My kids are involved in so many different activities through school and 4-H and church and myself uh, with work. On top of that, uh, my wife and I are just uh, crazy busy. How about you, Aaron? You've been working hard lately. You guys have uh, been doing some seminars or workshops out there. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on, Tony. Um, We've been just meeting with clients in and out, day in and day out. You know how that goes. And then staying up with all the regulations and the changes in the stock market. And um, we've also got a couple more events coming up just to make sure we're keeping our calendars full and staying busy coming out of coming out of the summer and hitting the fall really hard. So uh, we're excited and uh, as always got to make time to, to meet and, uh, and talk to our listeners about some, some planning for retirement and some strategies we can take there. Right. Wow. Okay. So uh, you have been very busy and that's uh, good to hear, I guess, keeps you out of trouble. Uh, but talking about the sadly, the seven deadly sins of retirement planning sounds like a sinfully good idea. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, pun intended. Uh, where do we start? Yeah, well, let's get right into it. And we'll start with envy. And I think envy is probably one of the easier ones uh, to look at. We know when a neighbor buys a new car or takes a lavish vacation, However, envy can also factor in when we're talking specifically about investments. There's the story of millions of dollars made by some cryptocurrency speculator or the guy who invested in Apple before the iPhone was existed. 
Um, but when we're envying someone's big score, it can actually potentially drive into some in, some dangerous investment decisions of our own. Well, that's true. And of course, everybody envies you, Aaron. Oh, come on, just, Tony. Your life, your looks, everything about <laughs> your, your, the whole package, really. You're just buttering uh, me up now. Anyway, <laughs> but seriously, it can be tempting to be jealous of your neighbor's success. And I think things like Facebook and social media makes it worse. You know, we see on Facebook the things people pick and choose to, to you know, promote and you know you don't know how realistic all of it is but we think well they did this i should be able to do that and it seems like we're all trying to keep up with the joneses as they say yeah i would say a hundred percent and that's very insightful you're absolutely right tony um looking at everyone's picture perfect facebook but i guess we probably forget that uh most people aren't going to put the bad stuff out there for everyone to see right they're just going to put what's great about their life um so I, I try to stay off Facebook in general, um, but that, yeah, good idea. that's just me. Um, and we always need to remind ourselves that we are making some of these assumptions based on that limited information a lot of times that we're seeing on Facebook or that we're hearing in passing. So, you know, is this an isolated case? And you don't really know that person's full financial picture, and it's unlikely that you can actually make a sound judgment on their purchases, losses, and their successes. You know, I think as funny as it sounds, some of this might even stem from when we were in grade school that we were in class and everybody took the same test. Everybody did the same stuff. So it was natural to compare the results. And we were actually, you know, measured on, on comparing those results. But now that we're adults, we're all dealing with our own unique test and everyone's different. And so it's more of apples and oranges nowadays. And not only that, but you rarely or you probably aren't going to hear about that crypto speculator who lost everything because he or she made a wrong investment decision and bet it all <laughs> on the wrong color so it's best yeah. just just to yeah. stay away from comparison at all yeah agreed uh, well put what's the next of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning then so the next one we're going to look at is wrath and understandably retirement planning doesn't seem a natural fit for our perception on wrath. Um, but one place that wrath can come into play is actually when leaving a job, kind of a, um, a unique one here. Um, we've kind of popularized resigning in anger, um, being lionized in music and movies and even pop culture from Jerry Maguire asking who's coming with me uh, to, you know, the lyrics of, of Johnny paycheck. But when we leave a job without planning beforehand, that can have negative consequences on our retirement strategy and our savings can be stretched thin. Uh, if we're looking for a job for longer than we anticipate, uh, insurance can be cost prohibitive if we don't have employer contributions. And so you might end up stuck with some long-term financial consequences that are more impactful than that momentary emotional lift of kind of sticking it to the man. Yeah. And you know, that iconic scene in Jerry Maguire, I can still see him holding the fish <laughs> up in the air yelling, who's coming with me? Yeah. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. And to think we just did a Jerry Maguire reference on a financial show without saying, show me the money. Show me the money. It might be, uh, uh it might be a record, huh? It might be a record, Tony. Um, 
it's actually a great transition into our next uh, retirement sin, which is greed. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a minute to jump up on a soapbox of mine really quick. So uh, bear with me. That um, since we're talking about sins and and uh, all this stuff, I want to mention a little scripture. First Timothy six ten actually says that the love of money, which many people actually compare greed to, is the root of all evil. Uh, but that's a very commonly misquoted scripture that a lot of people think that money itself is evil. And so want to make sure we make that clarification here that money isn't evil in and of itself. A lot of good can and is done with money when we use it as a tool. But I'll now that's enough for me. I'll get off of that soapbox. <laughs> so when we're looking at greed and actually loving money and it it shifts our mindset, we kind of start thinking, how can I get rich quick? Uh, I'm sure we've all heard that phrase. And so there's an Investopedia article. It's called Financial Markets, When Fear and Greed Take Over. And it's actually the former Federal Reserve Chairman, Alan Greenspan, and he was quoted calling this mentality irrational exuberance. Um, and that's like market frenzy. That's another word for that. So it's imp what's important here is that we're keeping an eye on the long-term horizon and we're avoiding getting greedy for the short-term win. That's the big difference there. So we should probably change show me the money to show me the horizon. Then. That's perfect. That's literally perfect. Um, the focus is on the long-term goals. And another another sin of retirement planning is just a lot like greed. It's, it's called gluttony. And just like greed, it wants as much as it can get. And we often think of gluttony as referring to eating. You know, dictionary.com defines it as excessive eating and drinking. But when it comes to your retirement planning, to me, this can connect to actually not choosing the right mix of investments for your risk tolerance. Sounds a little confusing there, but let me explain. If you're eating more than you can stomach or you're taking more risk, then you're more likely to feel pain. So if you're choosing the wrong investments, you're also likely to be uncomfortable. So I encourage all my clients to use Riskalyze and get their risk score to make sure that they're keeping their investments in line with their risk tolerance. And that will avoid some financial stomach aches, if you will, uh, that could result from some market gluttony. Huh. Good point. So far, you've covered four of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. Yep. Uh, we've got envy, wrath, greed, and gluttony down. And in the next segment here, we're going to look up with, uh, we're going to follow up here with the rest of those seven deadly sins from the Reader's Digest article, the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. So in the last segment, after that, we have another resource that we're going to look at briefly, and we're going to look at those same seven sins in a little different light. All right. Well, uh, let's keep moving along here, but uh, take a second to let the listeners know how to get a hold of you. I know you offer a complimentary consultation. Uh, how can our listeners get a hold of you to set that up? Yes, sir. Uh, you can get a hold of me at 256-715-0094, and you can always find me online at cloudfinancial.com. And uh, we'd love to for you to come in and talk. You could you could even think of me as that Catholic priest on the other side of the confessional box to talk to me about your retirement sins. 
So uh, happy to offer that there for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron, that is quite the analogy right there. Um, but for our listeners, just as a reminder, you are listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 uh, with our host, Aaron Howard, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And now moving on into our next segment, we've been working through that Reader's Digest article, this uh, article, The Seven Deadly Sins of Retirement Planning. And so, so far, you've covered envy, wrath, greed, and gluttony. Uh, and now we're on to the final three. Uh, what's next? The next one is sloth. And when I say sloth, I've got no doubt that you're thinking of the same thing I'm thinking of, which is that guy from Central and South America, or uh, he's he makes a guest appearance in the movie Ice Age. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's my favorite character. Uh, yeah. He's really adorable, but uh, laziness is not cute at all. So when we, when we look at sloth and we look at that deadly sin, it does represent being lazy, and laziness can impact retirement because it might prevent you from even creating a plan at all. Remember Ben Franklin said, if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. So we want to be sure that we're not so quick to act that we do so irrationally. But then on the other hand, when we're thinking about sloth, we can actually not only think about not being lazy, but actually procrastination and being too slow to act because we may not have all the right information. Right. There you go. Uh, who knew that we could learn so much from one sin, right? Yeah, there's definitely a lot to learn from that. And you want to stay on top of investments and checking up on regular financial reviews and news with your financial services professional. Uh, when we're looking at this preparation and preparedness for retirement so that you can make sure that you're making those good decisions. So we're down to the last two deadly sins from the Reader's Digest article, lust and pride then. That's right, Tony. And the most scandalous of the sins is next, and that is lust. So for lust, we want to make sure we're not allowing our goals and desires to become unrealistic. So we need to set manageable goals and strategies. And you may lust after your own private island, but maybe a sensible bodega with a moat full of alligators might be a little more realistic. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound too realistic. Well, you know, uh, maybe if you live in Florida, the alligators come, uh, they come on their own. <laughs> but anyway, setting unrealistic goals often leads to us taking too much risk. So let's say you want to triple your retirement savings in one year it's quite likely that you're setting an unrealistic expectation for your accounts. And this is where a lot of times it's nice to have another, another set of eyes to look over things. And when you work with a financial when you work with a financial services professional like myself, I can hopefully help you set and manage those goals that to be more realistic and setting goals actually ties in with our last deadly sin from the retirement and setting realistic goals actually ties in with our last deadly sin from the reader's digest article which is pride well yeah and pride comes before the fall right that's it <laughs> and connect the dots for me uh, there though how does meeting with a financial professional like yourself tie in with pride 
Um, this one's a hard one, Tony. Uh, it might be one of the most important ones to talk about. And the reason is, is because pride probably is going to be one of the hardest of these to actually overcome for our listeners when it comes to retirement planning specifically because of this. It's hard for any of us, including myself, to ask for help in any area, but it may be especially hard when it comes to asking for help for financial concerns, when it, when it comes to asking for help for the savings that you've been working your whole life towards. And if you've heard any of these since today and you feel like maybe you do need some help looking over things, you might need help from a financial services professional. And I would encourage our listeners to contact someone today. Don't let the sins compound by letting your pride stop you from reaching out and getting help so that you can work towards the goals that you do have for retirement. Um, let me just give you a quick example. Uh, instead of kind of talking in generalities, w we routinely work in Huntsville with engineers. And literally, uh, we're talking about the Space and Rocket Center. So we even work with rocket scientists. And so these, these men and women are brilliant and those professions are very prominent in the Huntsville area. So a lot of our clients fall into those categories, but just because these individuals are undeniably extremely smart, that doesn't mean that they are an expert in every field. And so it takes some of these people to actually uh, kind of humble themselves and realize that sometimes that knowledge doesn't transfer. And if you have too much pride, it can be hard to say, you know what? I don't know everything I need to know about retirement planning. And so I want to enlist some help from someone else. And, uh, you know, the only thing that helps us to be able to have that knowledge and expertise is just that we walk so many people through this process every year. And most other people who, who are going through retirement are only going to do it once. So we've just got more, we've just got more reps under our belt is all it is. So don't let pride stop you from giving someone a call because it can it can be a really important and maybe one of the most important things you'll do. Yeah, I, I think that's huge. Uh, obviously, that's a, a good point, and it's sometimes the hardest thing to do is admit you need advice. Exactly, and it's one of those dangerous sins, and you actually mentioned it already. Uh, I was going to mention it too, that, that you said pride comes before the fall. That's found in Proverbs 16, and... It's so dangerous that often you don't know if you're prepared until something happens that makes you or your plan get off track or fall. So when that does happen, it can be difficult to recover. You know, let's let's just look at some basic math here. If you lose 20% on your investments in the market like happened uh, in December, then you have to actually recover 25% to get back to even. So people see that, hey, the markets have been doing really well in the first half of the year. But honestly, a lot of a lot of that was just recovering back up to getting back to normal. And so when we look at how even these smaller losses can affect us in a big way, just checking in and acknowledging that there's a need for a second opinion can actually prevent some of this stuff uh, before it happens. All right. Well, uh, let's tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah, absolutely. So 
our goal at Cloud Investments in our process is to truly provide clients with the clarity, knowing that they that they can be comfortable in retirement, that they can trust that what they've worked so hard for is safe and secure. And so that's what we want to do for our listeners. That's what we want to do for everyone who steps into our office. And if that's something that you're interested in, you can visit my website at cloudfinancial.com. Call my office at 256-715-0094, and we'd love for you to come in and, and meet with us. All right. I think that sounds fantastic. Now, listeners, as a reminder, once again, you are listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is Aaron Howard. Now, Aaron, I know that uh, you meet with a lot of folks out there uh, at Cloud Financial, and uh, you love helping people in our community. Uh, you've been talking about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning, and um, now you wanted to move on to another article, um, and um, uh, it's um, from MarketWatch.com, entitled Baby Boomers Commit Seven Deadly Sins of Retirement Planning. And this kind of updates the seven sins that baby boomers have committed uh, that can leave them unprepared for retirement. Um, so where did this article find these new interpretation of the seven deadly sins? Yeah, so basically this article is just kind of illustrate how committing one or more of these sins can actually affect. So we've talked about what these sins are, but we haven't really talked about how those can um, affect your retirement plan other than just generally bad or good. So sure. uh, the article used a recent report from Insured Retirement Institute, and it surveyed 804 baby boomers. And in this case, they defined baby boomers as individuals aged 56 to 72 at the time of the survey. And the survey actually found that only 11% of respondents had at least half a million dollars in retirement savings. And unfortunately, it also found that nearly half of those, nearly 50% of baby boomers in the survey had no retirement savings at all. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's not a good thing to learn. No, no, not at all, Tony. Uh, in fact, it actually leads into our first of the seven de deadly sins we're going to look at that baby boomers committed, which is sloth or not saving enough or anything. So the survey actually determined that 23% of baby boomers have never had any retirement savings. So that's like one in four people. And even those who have done some saving, a substantial percentage of those 17% had already spent their entire retirement savings due to the desperation uh, that they were in financially or just other factors. And so this was one uh, that I warned about earlier about being lazy and procrastinating. And now we kind of see when we put it off how dangerous it can be. Right. And that in dangerous, that's a good way to put it. Uh, a lot of people uh, that uh, have, that's a lot of people out there that have probably already exhausted their savings then. Yeah. And another good part of that might be pride where it's harder to save when you don't have the plan together to do so. And it's actually hard to create that plan if you're doing this all by yourself. And so that's why I said earlier that it's so important to, to work with a financial services professional to calculate what you'll need in retirement, because 
you know, walking through something as, as big as planning your retirement is difficult on your own. And so we don't want any of our listeners to have to do that. But, you know, it might even be more important to work with the right financial services professional because uh, of those in the survey who didn't, who did have a, a financial services professional, 25% of them haven't even set a target for retirement savings. So, you know, in my opinion, that's 25% uh, that might want to consider working with someone else. Yeah, there you go. We've talked about not saving enough uh, and spending uh, what you've saved and not setting a retirement savings goal. What's next from that marketwatch.com article? So the next one is looking at underestimating health costs in retirement. And we all know that health costs are a huge factor there. And this article references a healthy couple. And that's right, a couple that is actually in good health in their 60s may need to budget up to half a million dollars for healthcare costs in retirement. Now, you can imagine that those costs are only going to go up if you have existing health problems or risk factors. And the survey found that most baby boomers expected their costs to come in much lower than reality. Another factor that baby boomers are ignoring is long-term care costs. So 46% of baby boomers surveyed expected their Medicare to cover their long-term care expenses, but unfortunately, long-term care is not something that's covered by Medicare. So nearly half of these baby boomers could be in for a rough surprise. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, And long-term care is a huge problem and a huge cost, and it can be overlooked, can it? It sure can. Um, another thing that can be overlooked is when to actually retire. So the sixth deadly sin from the article is mishandling your retirement date. So when you retire, it can actually impact your retirement almost as much as how you retire. So at Cloud Investments, we offer a social security maximization report to help you determine when to retire according to your social security. And we also work with you to actually establish that retirement strategy that works best for your personal financial situation. Sure. And I think that's really important. Now we're up against the clock here for the end of the show, but I know you have one more deadly sin to talk about. Yep. Uh, The last one I wanted to look at from that market watch article is not setting your affairs in order. So as I like to think of it, creating your legacy plan. Almost 66% of baby boomers in the survey have no plans in place uh, to take care of their wishes if they encounter dementia, let's say. So if they haven't created that detailed plan, then, you know, how are they going to expect for those things to happen? Well, the answer is they're they're probably not going to happen, Tony. And there's no power of attorney there. We believe that that could be the most crucial error of all because, it doesn't matter how much your retirement savings are. Uh, there's one thing that all baby boomers have in common in that it's no one's going to last forever. So you want to make sure that what you have saved is if, if you don't use it all, that it's going to go where you want it to go. So working with um, your financial services professional to set up a legacy plan uh, can help ease the burden on your loved ones so that They're not all scrambling around trying to figure out who gets what 
when they should be just focusing on on grieving the loss of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, uh, we're out of time for today's show, Aaron. It flew by. Some great points you made today. A lot of great tips. Things to be watchful of and mindful of. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? You know, um, we, we did. We crammed in a lot of information today. And if any of our listeners have any questions, um, I'd love to talk more detailed about some of this stuff. We kind of had to go over uh, at a high level today. But if you do have more questions or, or if any of this kind of strikes a chord in you, just give me a call at my office at 256-715-0094. And you can find us on the web at cloudfinancial.com. Other than that, Tony, I'm just looking forward to doing this again with you next week. All right. I as well. It was great to hang out with you today and a lot of very educational information. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with our host, Aaron Howard. All right. Take care and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Howard at Cloud Financial. Call 256-715-0094 or visit them online at cloudfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through Cloud Financial Inc., Cloud Investments LLC, and Cloud Financial Inc. are affiliated companies. Aaron Howard and Cloud Financial Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.